Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. You're listening to AI Audible, the new narrated article podcast from the Anfield Index podcast channel. The January transfer window, a time for trust by Jason Roberts. And so the time is upon us once again. As December draws to a close, the sense of excitement and anticipation increases with the prospect of the January transfer window opening once more. Twitter is abuzz as the rumour mill goes into overdrive, irritating clickbait articles spread like a common cold and everyone throws in their two pennies worth as to who their club should or shouldn't be signing. As a Liverpool fan, transfer windows are as exhausting as they are exciting. In fact, probably more of the former. I mean, let's face it, the vast majority of us the know-it-alls, are desperate to impart our player knowledge to anyone who listen, often to those who don't want to. Therefore, the transfer window gives many of us the perfect opportunity to make our recommendations on who the club should sign, whilst debating the pros and cons of the players that Liverpool are linked with. Add to that the inherent need and desperation for some fans to have a good old-fashioned moan, fueled every time an opposition team buys a player that said moaner likes or in a position that said moaner thinks needs strengthening, and it's little wonder that the transfer window whips so many up into a frenzy. By the time the window has closed, emotions are normally running high as people debate about the transfer activity or lack thereof, and whether the club has done enough to provide the necessary push to achieve their ambitions in the second half of the season. In past years, I have found myself almost distraught as a January transfer window has drawn to a close. From the heartbreak of Fernando Torres joining Chelsea, which led to Newcastle shamelessly taking full advantage as we threw money at them for Andy Carroll, to the ridiculous sawn-off transfer of Yefen Konoplyanka. The January transfer window can certainly prove a testing one for those who suffer with high blood pressure. Whilst many fans yearn for another window that matches the success of January 2013, where Daniel Sturridge and Felipe Coutinho came in and instantly transformed the team, others fear that a quiet one akin to January 2016, where nobody is bought to come straight into the team, will damage the progress that we've been making and hurt our chances of challenging for that elusive 19th league title. Strangely though, this author is calm. I say strangely as I am normally overexcited as the next know-it-all and despite my best efforts I can't help but get caught up in the frenzy. However, this time I feel different. I'm experiencing something that has been foreign to me for so long that I can't remember the last time I felt this way. I feel confident. Not confident because I'm some ITK with knowledge of some fantastic blockbuster signings that we're going to make that will blow the opposition away and help us romp to Premier League glory, but confident because I trust our manager and the recruitment team to do what is best for the club and to get it right. 
the trust that I have isn't blind faith. It is something that's been earned. Take a look at the evidence. Last January, we signed Marco Gruich. But on the basis that he stayed at Red Star Belgrade to continue his development and gain experience in winning a league title. Whilst it was undoubtedly part of the reason Red Star agreed to sell, it was mutually beneficial to all parties. Our main target was the Brazilian forward Alice Teixeira, then of Shakhtar Donetsk, who Klopp openly admitted that we had made bids for, but ultimately, Liverpool refused to meet the demands of the selling club. Jürgen claimed that he and the recruitment team were being responsible with money, and whilst it was met with a tinge of disappointment by Manny, who had already seen so many videos of Tashir on YouTube, that they were now convinced he was the new Luis Suarez, it was also reassuring to know that we wouldn't be held to ransom like in seasons past. Fast forward to the summer transfer window, and once again, everybody naturally passed immediate judgment on the players who'd been brought in, by and large with a great deal of cynicism. Joel Matip garnered a relatively calm reaction in so much as he was a free transfer whose ability was unknown by Manny and those that did know him largely felt that he was a good if not great player. Worst case scenario he'd come in as backup option and if he didn't impress enough to be in the first 11 every week. Loris Karius is highly rated by most people with a keen interest in Bundesliga football and those that didn't know of him were simply happy that a new goalkeeper was being brought in to replace Mignolet. Don't deny it, it's true. The low fee for him was a further bonus. Ragnar who? Clavin? A 30-year-old Estonian from Augsburg? Surely he'll only be back up. Sadio Mane, for over £30 million, was seen by some as an exciting addition, but by most as an expensive gamble on a player who had been as inconsistent as he was explosive. An unimaginative raid on our old friend Southampton, and a head-scratcher to those who claimed that much better value can be found elsewhere. Jorginho Wijnaldum, a good player, but where does he fit in? Surely we wouldn't spend £23 million on someone who would warm the bench. Have you heard what Newcastle fans say about him? He never performs in away games. Alex Manager, the guy who played for Arsenal a hundred years ago. Whilst you will likely find people who are more positive about these sightings, I'm confident in saying that these comments were the general consensus amongst a large portion of supporters especially in relation to the more expensive signings. Add these underwhelmed responses to the fact that the reported value of our transfer outgoings was higher than what we spend on incomings, and you'll have witnessed a degree of apathy about our summer activity. Lots of questions, but not a great deal of enthusiasm. Hindsight's a wonderful thing, though, isn't it? Looking back, these responses were an accurate reflection on the reaction of Manny, but now, four months later, the outlook is very different. Joel Matip is quite simply the main man in our defence and his absence from the team sends everyone into a panic, such as his importance and influence. Sadio Mane is an integral part of the attacking force that has defences quaking in their boots and helped Klopp equal Kenny Dalglish's record for having a Liverpool team score 100 league goals in just 48 games. Mane is so important that supporters are dreading the impact that him leaving for the African Cup of Nations tournament in January will have on the team. Ginny Wijnaldum is the man who knits everything together in midfield. Essential to our style of play and seamlessly linking midfield and attack, his influence may go unnoticed by some, but he is an integral part of the team and has been one of the players of the season for us so far. Ragnar Klavan has proven to be an able deputy at centre-back when called upon, putting in a number of decent to good performances when he's been brought into the team. He's had some shaky moments and this definitely isn't the second coming of Sami Hupia. However, he's a good, solid backup option for us. 
Alex Manager has not featured in the team so far, but it was made very clear that he was brought in to play a supporting role to the other goalkeepers, and some feel that he's working towards becoming a coach. Loris Karius has been the main source of controversy, as he has endured a difficult start in keeping goal for us. Losing his place recently due to a combination of poor form and intense media pressure providing an unnecessary and unwanted distraction. Some have already written him off. Others are sure that he will come good. Time will tell. If you like, you can add Gruwich to the list. As he arrived in the summer having been signed in January, he's very much one for the future and has admitted as much as he adapts to his new surroundings. That being said, he has looked impressive in the handful of games that he has played for us. The point is that whilst plenty were quick to question our summer activity and in some quarters criticise it, by and large those who questions have been answered and the doubts have been quashed. In Mane, Wijnaldum and Matip, we have three players who have had a massively positive impact and have significantly improved the team. They've been integral figures in a team that proudly sits second in the table as I write this. In Clavin, we have a reliable backup, rotation option and centre-back. And in Gruwich, we have a very talented young player with a bright future. The only question mark is over Karius. Not a bad return so far, is it? Of course, there is still much of the season left to go. And the only time we can truly judge is when it ends. However, going into the January window, I am now confident that whoever the club brings in, the chances are they will get it right. Whether we as fans agree with who is signed, how much they cost and where they fit into the team is irrelevant. And if the club decide against bringing anybody in due to a lack of availability or extortionate transfer fees, the same applies. Klopp and co have earned the right to be trusted in their decisions. No more manager versus committee nonsense, no more panic buys, and no more sleepless nights fretting about transfers for this author, because ultimately there is a plan and so far the people in charge of executing it are proving that they know far more than any of us do, which is exactly how it should be. A lovely comprehensive read there from uh, Jason on the nature of the transfer window and the reactions that Liverpool fans tend to have to it. It is, um, without doubt, one of the biggest forms of chit-chat and hot air and argument and stress and anxiety for so many people who align themselves to the Liverpool cause. What always worries me is that you get the worst coming out in people around this time. You get the most pedantic, the most know-it-all as Jason sort of mockingly referred to himself and all of us as you get the worst of those kind of characters coming out and you get the people who you genuinely believe uh, will only be happy when the doom that they have predicted uh, comes to pass I prefer to think of it as something of a little bit of a potential for fun and excitement this might sound a little bit naive and several re previous transfer windows would suggest that it is actually naive. But Jason referred to the uh, Andy Carroll transfer window and the Torres one. I don't know about anybody else, but I got over my uh, horror at the loss of Torres quite quickly with just the sheer, I don't know, crack of it all. It was just fun. It was a bit mad. It was exciting. Ins and outs, comings and goings. You know that's 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 it's it was daft fun. These more kind of sedate ones where we've known for weeks who's going to come and who's going to go, they don't quite have the same appeal for me. I, I, if if I'm going to watch it, 
I like to sit down and, and hope that right up to the last minute we're going to have something that happens, something exciting that happens, because everyone's a sucker for a little exciting narrative, aren't they? Look, realistically, people can pontificate, and people who um, um, are far more qualified than I can go ahead and do that. I like to row in behind the sentiment that Jason expresses towards the end of his article here that, look, we have the man for the job. And if you doubt that, then that's one thing that I would say is definitely, definitely askew with your thinking, because this is the right man for the job. This is the guy who is best suited for the job. And he's surrounded himself with people he trusts. So we got to, I think, possibly bow to their superior knowledge and hope that their hands aren't being tied by some sort of budget restrictions. And you know what, even if they are, what can you do about it? What can I do about it? Absolutely nothing. So let's hope that when we go into January, we come out the far end of it, out the far end of that transfer window, maybe a player to, um, to the good. And I think there are several positions that people can go and have their own debates on about where, where, where additions will be more valuable. For me, I would love to see nobody necessarily leaving. I know there's a big talk about Lucas going. Um, I don't really, I don't see any need to disrupt that squad in terms of outgoings. I would like to see an attacker coming in uh, of note and of merit and of reputation and experience, and maybe one or two others um, to sort of perhaps bolster the central offensive area because I think there may be changes there in the summer. But you know what? What do I know? And what does it matter? It's January. It's a transfer window. Get as excited as you want. Get as passive as you want. It's going to happen, folks. And you can't do anything about it. So if you're like me, you'll get a kick out of what you can. Thank you for listening to AI Audible. You can read this episode's article along with many others on AnfieldIndex.com. You can download our AI channel app on iOS and Android. And you can find all our AI Audible episodes on Twitter at AI Audible and on AnfieldIndex.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.